This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. I get free wine. Uh, I can take... 120 bottles of wine a year. Really? Any kind you want? Up to 200 bucks. What? Wow. Yeah. Do you drink wine? Uh, I do now. (laughs) (laughs) I would too. Welcome to episode 41 of the Whiskey and Whitetails podcast. We are joined today with Chad at my daily Berman. Yeah. Which we're super excited that you can make time for us and we get a busy, busy schedule. Yep. Kind of. I uh, got to do this, uh, check on some barrels with Nulu, and then I got to work. Yep. Yeah. Busy guy. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you giving us an hour of your time today. Yeah, for sure. We are at the Justin's House of Bourbon in Lexington, Kentucky. And this weekend, which will, this will come out too late, but all single brothers 10% off. If you buy six, you save 20%. But a little bit about Justin's House of Bourbon. You, you've you been here many times, right? Yes. So they buy vintage and rare bottles from private collections and resell them. So if you have a vintage bottle and you want to get it priced or sold, you can contact Ryan. He's the operations manager here. Is Ryan at thehouseofbourbon.com. And you can also go to bourbonoutfitter.com for shipping merch and bottles. It's like their shipping depot. Out in D.C.? Out in D.C. Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. There's different laws in DC. Yeah, that's why this immediately what came to mind is yep. just rolling through the Rolodex of laws and how that benefits. That's interesting. Because yeah. a lot of the distilleries here will do like the was it Jim Beam did the Barrel Club this year? Jim Beam, uh, and it was like DC Akers. or Kentucky. Yep. That was it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. This episode is sponsored by Gun Monkeys Armory, located in La Plata, Maryland. Which I'm sure you're thinking, I don't live in Maryland, unless of course you do. Uh, but that's fine if that's the case. You're also online at shop.gmarmory.com. They have a ridiculously huge selection of in-stock firearms, firearm accessories, and ammo. Uh, It really is true that they are supplying America with all their firearm needs, as they say, even offering financing options for folks. So check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Also on YouTube at GunMonkeysNation, shop.gmarmory.com, and use code WHISKEY to get $30 off your purchase. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Dom Gatto Photography, our executive producer and New York field operator who has some amazing photos available for purchase. One thing he talked about today was time. People wonder why prints of photos are usually have a high price tag. 
But what they don't realize is the amount of time they spend in the field capturing these images. While you sit at home and want these things in your house or man cave and then go back to watching Netflix, Dom is out there freezing or sweating or trying to stay awake after being up all night with his new baby. That is what you're paying for. His travel to sites, scouting, time away from family, and relaxing behind the TV. If you think you can get these same quality photos from your iPhone at the zoo, go get a ticket and go try it out. If not, then you need to head over to domgottophoto.com, and when you get there, you can use code WHISKEY for 20% off, which is an insane amount of take off something. But that's what you'd expect from Dom, quality and generosity. So head on over there and check out what he's got, domgottophoto.com. Yeah. So this episode is brought to you in part and powered by Little Book Chapter 5, which... Did you basically steal that? I mean, I got it for like $20 over MSRP, so yeah. I, I think I think I did okay. Yeah. Well, because when you told me what it, what it cost, and then she rang you up, I was like, don't say anything, don't say anything. <laughs> she was super concerned. She was like, just so you know, that's whatever it was, 140 plus tax is going to be like $163. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, that's it. That's, that's what I was told. So... Wait, then we were looking at various bottles on that shelf. Which one was it that was $300? Is this 300 secondary? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. It's not mine, though. Maybe I misunderstood. Well, they had the Blue Note in there. That's Maybe that's what we were looking yeah, at. Yeah, and I think Blue Note's pretty expensive secondary. Yeah, the, was it the 17 year or something like that? Yeah, yeah the old is. one. Yeah, those are expensive. And it was honored, I'll tell you the place, $145. I got the receipt over here. Oh, hell yeah. I might go get it on the way home. <laughs> what do you know about this one? Nothing. This would be a Chief Mercer question, probably. Yeah, I know they use two to 15-year-old juice in there. What, two, three, five, 15, or Damn, something like that? You're so good. Recipe 36. Trying to find the proof. It's probably on the bottle. On the front, usually? Yep, 116. So, let's pop this bad boy. We should have had breakfast. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> That's never happened on a show. A pop I've, before. I've never seen that happen. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I spilled any. No, you didn't. Hell yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never seen that happen before. That that came right off. That is awesome. Oh, glove, glove. There you go. We're gonna ruin this table. Actually, this table's probably had bourbon spilled on it. I'm pretty sure it has. Yeah, I believe that's how they found the table. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm gonna get Thank you, sir. It is. This is from a Rick House, isn't it? Looks like it. Yeah. So, if not, it's very nice. <laughs> That table that last night, uh, that was cool. I didn't. Yeah. The uh, we we stopped at a, a friend of ours on the way here, and she pointed out that the the kitchen table they had was mm-hmm. made from reclaimed wood from a rick house. Which distillery? Maker's was Mark. It? Was it Maker's Mark? Oh, Woodford. Yeah. It was Woodford. Uh, Woodford. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. They were replacing the uh, the big planks that they roll mm-hmm. to, to move barrels uh, along along the racks, and uh, they pulled them out, and then for their wedding anniversary. Uh, they made him a nice table at it. It's really nice. It's really cool. Oh, hell yeah. She also made some Buffalo Trace bourbon pecan pie that you will get to have a piece of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that towards the end. <laughs> There's apple pie, too. The apple pie is money. But that, that pie, she used to work for the tourism district oh. in Kentucky. So she's yeah. been making bourbon pies for her whole life. They buy her gallon or you know, half gallon yeah. jugs of bourbon just to cook stuff with. Yeah. That was her job, kind of. But she said they always were cheap. And so she's like, when well, I quit working and started cooking for myself, I only buy Buffalo Trace. And I was like, well, you know. And she was like, well, in my defense, Buffalo Trace is a good woman's drink. <laughs> <laughs> I 
swear that's what she said last night. <laughs> right. I talked to my tail and went and bought two bottles. <laughs> you did. You bought two bottles. I bought right two bottles. It. Smells nice. These are younger than normal. Usually, it's like a nice melody of like different ages. Is this it? one, like that two year, stands out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you should. Um, since you're here, you do the thing. Do do the do, do the what? It's Chad. What? Do uh do a tasting right? Oh, oh yeah, I figured that's kind of what we were yeah, doing. That's what yeah. I want you to do. I oh. want you to do your thing. My thing? Yeah. This is your show. Go. You tell me what to smell and do. I don't. T- I don't tell anyone what to smell. <laughs> tell people what I smell. That's what I want. It's a nice light caramel on the nose. A little bit of straw. Professional. So good. A lot of orange peel. Can't tell if he's putting it in my head or. No, if I'm just noticing it as he says it, but it's, it's spot on. Do get a little bit of that 15 year old. There's a little bit of mustiness. Kinda. Yeah, I just was just thinking that before he said it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was though. Yeah. I, I didn't know how to describe it. Do but you want then, to sign your shirt while he's here? Yeah, I do. I did have uh, not not to be like, uh, yeah, people know me. Uh, <laughs> well, I did have a guy who wanted to take a picture with me at work one day. Nice. Hell yeah, that <laughs> was <then>. me. <laughs> Well, not you. <laughs> you like ambushed me. Yeah. I thought I was about to fight somebody. I was trying to scare you. You did. <laughs> Good. You showed up at his work? Yeah. And just ran up to him on my phone out and take a picture like paparazzi. Yeah, I can't remember what something was happening. You know, I was about to walk. Oh, someone just stole from us. So I was about oh, to is walk, that what it was? Yeah, I was about to walk outside and he runs up like right behind me. I'm like, oh my God. Perfect timing. That's me. I have impeccable timing. Scared the crap out of me. Like five seconds later, someone slammed a whole line of shopping carts into the glass. Like, oh no, it didn't break it. But no. how often do you guys clean up bottles in a store like that daily? It's got to be daily, right? I, honestly, no. Uh, we get our trucks every Monday, and we break more stuff than customers. <laughs> so I can see that because they're all drunk back then. It's uh, no. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> we're not. We're not drunk. No, I know you're not. I was you help empty this truck after you're done with the tasting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, sometimes we'll get new products. I'm like, oh shit, it's finally here. Let's go. Let's go open this. Come on, let's go. And then they're like, no, 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 no. It's losing its nose. You know, it is. It is. <laughs> it is fading away. I'm going to taste it. Yep. Been waiting. I'm like, come on. I, I don't want to. <laughs> Two year olds, very prominent. Yeah. In the mix. Straight to the back of the throat. Yep. That's unfortunate. I mean, it's kind of cool because it gives it a well-rounded flavor and uh, experience, but it definitely overpowers. It does. I mean, on the back end, like the little bit of the finish, you're getting some more of that but musty oak from that 15-year-old. On the breathe out. Yeah. It's a long finish. It is a long finish. Very long finish. Oh, we didn't do any leg leg, ex- mm. le- leg looks. Tell my wife I'm checking out legs over here. Got some oils. Yeah, I noticed when it when it poured it. it How far apart they are? Thick. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think it tells you the percentage. It just says. No, I don't think so. Light linger of warmth and smoked vanilla. Sure. Subtle smoke. It says. Toasted barrel. Caramel and toasted barrel bread with brown sugar undertones. Who wrote this? <laughs> I get the brown sugar. I don't get the bread. I don't get the bread either. No bread. Definitely brown sugar, the oak. It's overall not bad. 
I, I like think it. four is better, but yeah, um, three's been my favorite, like hundred percent. I don't remember three. I think three was the first one I had, and I don't think uh, three. I don't think uh, I had a clean palate. Three was the one that had cast strength basil Hayden in it, but it's like eleven year old basil Hayden, but it's or cast strength old granddad, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it had all that, and that was the best mix of different things to me because uh, four had what the the outlier, and that was the brown rice, and this one the outlier is the two year. So I feel like every year they throw something in there that's kind of like, eh, we'll see how it goes. So the cast strength basil Hayden is that one fourteen. No, um, it's what so I think it came out of the barrel or something like 122. Oh, okay. Don't hold me to that. That's one of our favorite things in whiskey class. I almost always bring OG 114. Just so I can be like, this, you do who old granddad is? Yeah. But and it's, it's, it's an easy to get cash strength, barrel proof, whatever you want yeah. to call it. And I mean, for the money, I mean, there's very, unless you're finding benchmark foolproof, like on the regular. Yeah, yeah. OGD 114 all the way. And people, good. people overlook it all the time. It doesn't. We do all our tastings blind, obviously, and uh, we did, uh, uh, and we did, we did uh, red breast twelve, yep. one fourteen, and early times bottle and bond. Yeah. Nobody knew what any of them were, but I started with the red breast. And I was like, it's twelve years old. This yeah. one whiskey of the world in two thousand nineteen, and I'm going on and on and on about how good it is, and then I stop explaining the rest. So they go, well, if we started with an eighty dollar bottle of twelve year old Irish whiskey, because I don't tell them what it is, yeah, and so they're like, number two is my favorite. And some people were like, number three is really good, but it's too spicy. You put a drop of water in it. They loved it. Number two, number two. Everybody wanted number two. And I pulled it out. I got cussed at. She was there. They were like, what the fuck? <laughs> people don't expect that nice $30 bottle to be. No. Well, and also, you know, like we've done with other tastings, you play with people's palates. You know, you, you hit yep. them with one and they get used to the ethanol, things like that. She did that to me. We were messing around with flights at home. And I forget exactly what I did, but I, she actually put two of the same whiskeys in there. She tricked me. Yeah. And I thought they were two because one was at first and one was last. By the time I got through the other ones, I thought it was a completely different whiskey. Yeah. Um, and I put it, you know, I tried to match up the bottles and then I got those, I got them all wrong. <laughs> do you do that in your tasting? Place things based on? Uh, I have before, yes. Brittany's done that to me too. Like in a, in a blind, I'm like, pour me up like four things and then she'll be, she'll pour them. I'll go through and like, man, these taste similar. Are they the same? Am I tricking myself? And then I'm like, nah, I like this one better than this one. And she's like, they're the same thing. Yeah. Yep. And your palate changes every 30 days. So it's, it's like something that you didn't like. And a lot of people equate that to neck pour, which could be sometimes. Right. But a lot of times it's just, you appreciate it more two months later. Yeah. I mean, and then revisiting a bottle. People can argue up and down scientifically or whatever, but uh, I think once you open a bottle and it's got some air in it, you know, some of the ethanol is going to yep. fade away. It's going to have maybe a little more flavor, could have less flavor, but it's going to change. I agree. Yeah. So, it, I mean, you may like it better without that extra alcohol content in it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't think anyone who argues that that doesn't happen, I don't think understands even basic science. I well, I just meant it's, it's silly. Like, I mean, people say, oh, the neck pour is rough. And it's like, well, you can do the neck pour and then the next pour right after it, and they're right. going to be the same. It <laughs> takes time. You know? Right, yeah. But, so, I mean, that's like when I open a bottle, especially in videos I do a cork pop, I'm just doing like half ounce pour out of there because I know that if I do four ounces or 10 ounces, that first pour is going to be rough. So that, yeah. then I'll revisit it a couple of days later, a week right. later, and two weeks later, and then. That's when I tally up all my scores, and here's my final thoughts after it's had time to breathe. Oh, okay. I didn't know that you did it that far. I try to. Yeah. Um, it's 
I have such a backlog of things. Like some some things I reviewed like five months ago, I still haven't gone back and done. So they're, yeah, they're going to be way different than. So how'd you get into wanting to do this, or do you want to do another pour first? Uh, we can do another pour. You want to do the House of Bourbon one, uh, or do you want to do what you brought? I don't care. Whatever you guys pick, it's you pick. It's your show. We we do the show all the time. Good so guest. Yeah. We'll we'll do this first. Just, okay. Just and then I'll let you guys fight over who opens it. Dust can. I've already failed at opening one today. That wasn't hard. That was easy. This room is noisier than normal. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> it was silent. You won't even notice that on the audio <laughs> version. Second. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's hard to do it with these little with the little bottles. There we go. That is awesome. Is this the apostrophe? Oh, it's an N. Is that a thing? Is the apostrophe? No, I just oh, I, I was like just, I like to say that it is. I was like I've never heard of that. Surely it's not. The case. You have a nice collection, but you don't have the apostrophe. <laughs> mm. Is it even a collection then? Right. True. I didn't know there was an apostrophe. Oh. Oh, well, mm-hmm. you clearly don't know your Blanton's. I thought you were a Blanton's fan. <laughs> so tell us about this pick. Oh, wow. Picked this back in January. That's what I was looking at is when it got dumped. Um, it was supposed to be two, as they said, four to eight weeks. Um, it took until the end of June for this to get dumped and bottled. Um, or dumped. I don't know when it got bottled. We didn't get them until August. Um, so dumped 629, like literally six months to the day after. Hmm. We picked it. Um so it's about five year, seven months, eight months at that point. I've not had it since we picked it. So. Oh no, I like no. this nose. It, I, I don't know, maybe I'm, I may be way off, but I get a lot of citrus and like floral notes. Gus likes the ninety to one hundred range, which is why it's a lot of fun when we do this because I always hit him with like one fifteen, one twenty. Yeah, you know, we did the battle of bear proofs. Yeah, yeah, they're all one thirties and. <laughs> Well, like I just feel like ninety to one ten that that range. I just I taste more. Like I get more notes when I taste. I'll drink whatever you put in front of me. That's what I gravitate to. Yeah, I do too. But it uh, if I'm going for a heavy pour, like just one pour, I'll go something higher proof. But if I want a several pours, it's going to be that ninety one ten range. Yeah, it's a good range to stick in. Get a little graham cracker on that. Nose. Yeah. He's so good at picking up very specific. Well, he does it all the time. Yeah, I guess. You know, we just do it. (laughs) I do it when I open a bottle and I'm like, hmm, I think to myself things and then. Then you just drink. Yeah, it's kind of the end. Do you see uh, Chad in there? Oh, is he here? Oh, I thought that was his car out there. Yeah. Nope. I gave him a smoker kit and he was like, oh, these are really cool. Like, (laughs) thank you. Hell, he should have came back here. He was busy. I don't want to. I don't know him, so I don't want to. Oh, we call him. Uh, in our small group of uh, friends, he's original recipe, and I'm extra crispy because original recipe came first. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. actually heard that on another <laughs> podcast. You, <were>. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You were spot on with that citrus, man. Like it is. This is citrus heavy. I remember we picked it. Um, Nothing against Blands, but all the barrels that Buffalo Trace rolled out for us was kind of like, eh, you know. Um, and we, when we picked this one, it was the least offensive of of the the <laughs> ones I should say. 
Um, they all, because they proof them down for you now. You don't just go in there and just thief it right out of the barrel and try it. Oh, really? Yeah, now it's, here's your glasses. They're all proofed down. It's all to, to the mark. Um, that extra six months did this some good because it was, they were all very ethanol heavy. Didn't really get much. Kind of tons of grass, like barn funk, which this still has a little bit of that funkiness to it, but it's, that's not all you smell. Barn funk. I think that every time we go to Rocco's, yeah, I'm like I smell this in bourbon all the time. <laughs> it's an old tobacco barn. There's all this the the cabin, the lean to the bar. It's all old, old, old wood. So it just has that really musty smell to it. That's interesting. That's unlike any blends I've ever had. It is funky. Uh, speaking of old tobacco barn, I used to play music in an old tobacco barn. Did you? Yeah, my punk rock band. We set up in the mezzanine when we used to um, climb up to that to start hanging tobacco. Um, we cleared that out and uh, put our drum kits and our amps up there. And nice. It, it, you know, we thought we were cool, and then winter hit. <laughs> All those open Oh, my slats. God, yes. Yeah. It's cold. The drums were warped, so we had to go up there, and we'd get, like, a space heater and blast it every day just to make sure that the wood wasn't getting destroyed. It was destroyed. So. I bet it was. Oh, you were in a punk rock band. That's cool. I was. I've got. I'll see. Were you, like, MXPX? Uh, you know what? We loved MXPX. I've seen them several times, but that is, that was not, I mean, maybe kind of. I haven't uttered the words or the, the letters MXPX or thought about that band since I was probably 17. The uh, been a long time. camera person can admit that I still listen to MXPX. Do you really? Yeah, I have the green, <laughs> the green and blue splash CD. Yeah, yeah. Stays in the CD player in the garage. Before nice. everything and after, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find this picture here. Uh, if, I can, if I can find it quickly, then I'll show you. If not, I'll show you guys off <clears throat> off camera. Yeah, no uh, we have no agenda. We're just hanging yeah. out and drinking whiskey, man. You're the one on the time schedule, not me. We don't have to be anywhere till this afternoon, assuming we can drive. Unless we have we have somebody to get us there. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Shit, where is it? Anyway, it's a picture of 14 year old me with. Um, Mohawk. I've seen it. Have I have I've, I showed you before? I think you put in your story or something one time. I might have. Yeah. I cannot find it. Because I was like, that's you? And you were like, yeah. I, was yeah. I remember that now because you told me you were a punk rock band. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. a, it's like a foot and a half tall Mohawk. Nice. And, uh, Dude, that takes work. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Elmer's glue. Really? <laughs> a lot of Elmer's glue. That's what you use? Yeah. yeah. So I'd go in with uh, that got to be glued spray and I would be that, that'd be the initial uh, like base coat and then I'd take some Elmer's glue. Wow. But the show, the picture I have is from a show we were playing outside as a farewell to our drummer. He was moving away for a while, and uh, it's like 105 degrees. So my mohawk is like forward, and then it got it's all hanging back. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. When'd you cut it? <sighs> I had it till I was about 16, so I had it for about two years. The problem was, is I got tired of like at school, I just like slick it back, yeah. And then I had like a mullet looking thing, yeah, with shaved, with shaved sides. sides. Yeah, I didn't like that. The foot and a half tall, it's obviously not just hanging to one side or the other. It's like he down was, your back, yeah, right? Yeah. He was rocking the Joe Carr. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do the one side thing, but it's I looked, that was that weird emo, and I'm like, I'm not that guy. No. Not Did you paint that. your fingernails? Only when I played shows, I would paint the left hand if we were playing somewhere. Nice. Just because if you're playing in a venue and the lights are hitting, yeah. it looks cool to have a bright color like when your hand's moving. Sure. I know that's a little suggestive on the camera, but um, <laughs> that's fine. If if it was just like a day to day, then no, I'm not gonna paint my fingernails. That's too much time. Yeah, yeah. It's I want to look work. cool whenever we'd play shows, but that's about it. This changed a lot while we were talking. I paint my nails. Well, I don't. My daughter does sometimes. 
I've almost come into the studio to record a podcast with paint and fingernails. I'll paint your nails. All right. There we go. This podcast just got weird. Seems like a fun party. <laughs> you, and, you and his daughter can paint his nails. Yeah. It did change. It lost a little bit of that funk. It also is it almost tastes like a budget whiskey uh, if you just kind of let it sit. I mean, it really, really reminds me of ancient age. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as it should. It but, is, but uh, yeah. yeah, this is probably closer to ancient age, ancient ancient age than uh, yeah than normal blends. It's not bad though; it's good. No, it's not bad, but they um, they have severely. I mean, you can look at the color on it and see like they have severely cut the age in their barrel pick program. Um, unless you were signed up or you're one of the premier, like, you know, Kroger or Costco or, um, someone who does multiple picks a year, buys a ton of stuff for, from Sazerac, they're not going to hook you up with an older barrel. So this was, you know, five years and a month or so whenever we got it. Is that the only thing Kroger's premier in is bourbon picks? How, how many barrels? I mean, just for people who don't know these kind of things, I guess I don't really know when, when someone like Kroger or, or Total Wine or any of those, how many barrels do you do they buy at one time? Um, we tasted through 12, um, but we only, because there's only four stores in Kentucky. So you got somewhere like Kroger, mm-hmm. uh, Liquor Barn, <clears throat> you know, they've got tons of stores across the state. So um, de- depending on how you set it up, you're allocated so many barrels um, for the year and you can pick all those at once. Like I know Liquor Barn back in like either 2018 or 2019, they went and they're like, we're going to pick 30 barrels Holy for cow. the entire year. And they picked every barrel in that day. Um so we got, we got four. We did a Buffalo Trace pick, uh, Eagle Rare pick, a Blanton's pick, and a Stag Junior pick, um, which is lottery, so I can't get my hands on that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, so that was it. And then the second half of the year, which is going to be, I think, next month or November, is um, when we can do a Weller Foolproof, another Buffalo Trace, and maybe an E.H. Taylor. So that'll be seven to eight barrels for total wine for all four stores. Um but Kroger, I mean, Kroger's the number one liquor purchaser retailer in the United States. They buy more alcohol than anybody, and they sell more than anybody. Um, so when you have that kind of, you know, uh, you know, whatever background, yeah, you can, Sazerac will basically just say, here's however many you want. So you got Chris, the guy who heads all that stuff and picks all their barrels. Um, he can go in basically any time of the year. So whenever we were picking our barrels, I asked about a, E.H. Taylor single barrel, and they're like, eh, Kroger's got all those. You probably won't get one this year. Wow. So unless they mm. give one up or something happens, we weren't getting one. So they kind of get first say. That's crazy that one that a grocery store gets. We think about the states that Kroger is in, and they're, they're in a lot of these, your southern states. That you can't sell liquor in. You can. Well, you can't you in South Carolina. We're not in South Carolina, yeah. but like I think Texas, I know Louisiana, and some of the other, like they Kroger's and Albertsons are like your two biggest grocery stores in those areas, and you can sell alcohol inside of both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised they make sense, I guess. That's a lot of barrels. That's a lot of um, Wheatley vodka and a lot of Fireball. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> yep. Every time we go to a liquor store, and they always, somebody will come in and undoubtedly ask for something allocated. And then he's like, if you buy Fireball from me, maybe, maybe I'll be able to uh, get more allocated stuff. And that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, that's, they got to buy cases of it. Yeah, it, so. they, some of them have them. Like some of the stores we go to, that actually have good allocation. Their back wall will just be cases of Fireball. They don't yeah. even need to sell it; it just sits there. No, it's not based on what the store sells. Yeah. I mean, it's based on what the store buys. Right. So, like you know, our distributor R&D seed, they, they could give a shit less if I sell a uh, thousand bottles of it, but they care if I buy five thousand bottles of it because 
that makes them more money looks good to Sazerac, and then in return they pay us back by doing allocation. That's the three tier system, and that's yeah. unfortunately how allocations work now. Right. It's crazy that it's Fireball. Fireball's the one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, of all the of all the crappy whiskey, Fireball was the one they were like. But I hate even calling it whiskey. I made me feel bad when I said that. I mean, it's Canadian whiskey. Yeah, it's cinnamon. I almost I almost can't say the word without gagging a little bit, dude. An ice cold Fireball. <laughs> I will say this: uh, the ones that have the little mini bottles in the fridge, like next oh, to the, the counter, freezer in the fridge. Yeah, wow. It's hard to say no to that. Turn it up before you go into work or something. Yeah, I try. I try to drink four or five on the way home so the wife doesn't know. Yeah, Mouth, yeah. mouthwash. That's what it is. Cinnamon <laughs> yeah. mouthwash. Yeah, cinnamon mouthwash. <laughs> I could tell you last time I had Fireball. It's probably been like eight years. Just throwing it. I don't know. Just a time. I feel like it hadn't been that long for me. All right. Enough about Fireball. <laughs> What's next? You want to do that cinnamon bond, or do you want to do the twelve year? Um. Let's do the cinnamon bomb. Okay. It's the first one. Yep. I'm very curious about this. I'll let you go first. So this was uh this is a barrel bourbon, single barrel, not blended, it's an actual single barrel from Justin's House Bourbon. They were kind enough to let us sip on this bottle. It's 121.78 proof. I've never seen it go that far. Jesus. Oh yeah, they're they are particular, man. Are they? they are. Barrel is? Yep. Hmm. So bottle 130 this is a seven year old, and it is called the Justin's House of Bourbon, son of bomb. So it's a, he said it's cinnamon and bomb-like. I wonder if it's red hot cinnamon or like... That's what I was wondering too. Or like baking spice cinnamon. Oh, hey. That would have been just such a pretty like shot right there. You pouring that with the light behind it, that would have been nice. Oh, yeah. I left my camera at home. I wanted to bring it. It's all good. Poured way too much. It's okay. You'll drink it. I will. Or a smaller amount? Do you want to trade? I've already touched the top of the glass. Oh, okay. I'll be a man. Seven year heart. Hmm. Hmm. I don't smell any cinnamon. Go all in. Oh, and now oh. I smell cinnamon. <laughs> so it's like, it's a fireball cinnamon. Yeah. Not fireball, the red hot. Yeah. Whoa. That is wild. Tinges the nostrils. It does. Wow. Like in your mouth, if you open mouth it. Yeah. It's like big red gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I, I couldn't think of the. Man, even if you like you. It's cinnamon, but still sweet. Like you still get, it still smells sweet. You almost get cinnamon, like if you just swallow nothing. You just make that swallowing movement. Yeah. It almost, <clears throat> you almost get like a cinnamon burn. Just from the smell. That's wild. I can't wait no longer. Wow. That's good. It's got like a doughiness to it almost. Yeah. That's super weird. The I'm, the cinnamon, like the tingling sensation, is like eating some big red gum. It reminds that between that and the bread bread notes, it reminds me of it just reminds me of Christmas, like baking during Christmas time. Yeah. How did they do that? I don't know. But it's very interesting. It's almost got like a spicy on the tongue thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like straight cinnamon and nutmeg. Yeah. That's fascinating. I'd buy a bottle of that. Which, by the way, they have all single row picks at 10% off this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I 
lot of dead air to cut out for this one. No, leave it in. This is really good. <laughs> That's the sound of people experimenting, experiencing something they've never experienced before. I never cut it completely out, but I do cut some of them short. Cause well, I mean, going from this to that. Yeah. Yeah. Also a big, a big jump. 121 points. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, proof and flavor. The complete difference between these two is insane. Man, it does so much to your mouth. I really enjoy it, just smelling it. It just smells really yeah, good. It's, oh, yeah, it smells really good. But, uh, I mean, I feel like I was chewing some, you know, like big red gum. <laughs> like it, It's crazy. It's like it's the the heat doesn't – it's not doesn't, – it doesn't feel hot. You know what I mean? Like you can tell no. there's heat on it, but it's not it, – it's like cinnamon spice, not heat. It's weird. It tastes yeah. spicy, but it doesn't drink like 121, whatever is proof. 121.786453. <laughs> The last one was an eight, not a three. <laughs> Very specific. There's not a lot of tan. Well, I mean, I guess it's a seven year, but this you would think of that unreal. proof, it would like dry your mouth out. Yeah. But it's not doing it. Now Sometimes need you to- get it like right here where it dries out. Yeah. And it's not even doing that. It's not. Now we need to figure it's out where it's from. actually making my mouth water. Yeah. Yeah, what is it? Is that Kentucky? Does it say on the back? I think that he said it was Kentucky. <laughs> Distilled in Kentucky, yeah. Yeah, I remember him telling me now. That that's why it was so interesting, because it's actually a Kentucky bourbon. Who could it be? It's definitely an off barrel. Like, I think I think they were like, what is this? And yeah, said, that's, that's, that's why it wound yeah. up in... Barrel Crafts hands because it doesn't have any nuttiness to like resemble a Heaven Hill or like a Jim Beam, but it doesn't have that funkiness of like a turkey. It's funny is we've done that Mashville one white, um, yeah, the Buffalo Trace Mashville one, mm-hmm. the white dog. Mm-hmm. We did that in some of our aging sticks and it came that it had a lot of the cinnamon, but this doesn't have that corn, heavy corn that the Mashville one does. No, but it definitely did. It did a lot of the cinnamon thing. It was like Christmas cinnamon though. This is like. Cinnamon and baking spice, and yeah. <clears throat> but it was it was weird because it was just that one week. Yeah, for one week. The next week when we tasted it, it was totally different. And then the week after that, it was it was, bad. It was gone. Pat, because <laughs> yeah. we wanted to perfect it, but like that's impossible to do because of the thickness of each right. stick isn't the same. Yeah. So to put it in a mason jar and go exactly to the day that we had it, it was off. I, I kept it. I still have it. Yeah. I mean, between with the the volume of the white dog and then the surface area, you know, of the the little sticks, I think we did the equivalent of what, what would you guess in terms of years that we did in months? Oh, I have. Yeah. It was like four months. But what, 15 years. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, you break it down that volume. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. It was, but it was really good. It reminds me of it. I have one going now with uh, with. Appalachian moonshine, real moonshine. Can't tell you where it came from. I can't. My uncle makes it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll send you some of it if it's nice. I will traffic illegal liquor across state lines for you. Mute your microphone. No one will have to know. I have no moonshine. That's illegal. I don't have anything illegal. His uncle doesn't distill it. No. Why'd you have to shut down Whiskey Whitetails? Long story. <laughs> Started in Lexington. <clears throat> yeah, interesting. Yeah, the, the 
my tongue is still tingling. Like I can't get that feeling away, like to go away at all. You have any guess on where you think it came from? I, I, I don't. Um, I also don't know who that is calling me. So, um, I do not. There's so many places in Kentucky. That's the thing, you know. I mean, most people are gonna throw out like, "Oh, seven year could be heaven." Who? I mean, it yeah, could but be, there's like three thousand distilleries in Kentucky, right? I mean, it could be <laughs> Woodford Reserve. It could be. I mean, it, it could be anybody. It could be somebody that's sourced from somewhere else, redistilled it. Does that count if you source MGP and then redistill it in Kentucky? No, but you can call it Kentucky Bourbon if you like source it and then bring it to Kentucky and age it like Bullet does. What if you distill it though? If I get it and then distill it again. Technically, it was just it has to be here for a year and a day. Oh, so you take like A. Smith Bowman, yeah, and how they take their stuff from. I mean, it's Buffalo Trace Distillate, and yeah, the John Jay is money. John Jay is the money, my friend. Yeah, I get one bottle a month at work. Do you really? Yep, if you go to Virginia, it's every every single store is a ton of it, it's everywhere. I'm sad about that. If they're like 55, 60 bucks, but if, if they were 40, I would, I would just go stock up. I think they're 55 or 60 here too, but once again, one bottle a month, I'm not going to be that guy who's like, oh, I work here. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, yeah. No. That's interesting. They give you bottles or you got to buy it? No, you don't get no. I, I get free wine. Uh, I can take 120 bottles of wine a year. Really? Any kind you want? Up to 200 bucks. What? Wow. Yeah. Do you drink wine? Uh, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, also get do. a free six pack of beer a month too. So like my my beer and wine collection is almost to that of my whiskey collection. Nice at my daily beer. God, I don't need to do that. <laughs> That's uh, too busy. How'd you yeah. get started doing this anyway? Well, let's pour something. Didn't talk. Um, you want to do that or do you want to do BT? I mean, you brought something cool that we've never had before. But I mean, have you had those either? No, no, both didn't. Y'all choose. It's your show. It's your show. Flipping the script. I only have two clean glasses left, so why don't we do the heavy one, and then we'll do clean glasses on that one. Yeah. The heavy one, and then... The... House, House of Bourbon? The, yeah, the green one. That was their yeah. pick from last year. I think it's 14, 12 years, 14 years. No, that this is... Is this last year, or is this this year? This is Railbird. Anyway, it's almost 120 proof. Yeah. Barrel uh, 2. Yeah, that's definitely the one that was like 12 years. Twelve years, yep. That's what he said. Thanks. Executive assistants coming in clutch today. Yeah. It's nice having more than one. Yeah. So how'd you get started with what when you were like, okay, I drink every day, so I'm gonna do it. Uh. <laughs> well, it was I was posting more pictures of whiskey than anything on my personal Instagram page, and um, I made a just a smart ass comment. Girlfriend's getting annoyed by this, da, 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 da. and a buddy of mine, David, who I used to work with at Walmart um, several years ago, um, was like, "Why don't you start a whiskey page?" And I'm like, "That's, that's too like that idea is just too fucking good like to pass up." So, what was this? How long ago? Over a year ago, maybe yeah. almost two years ago. I'm not sure now, but um, uh, I so I did. I started my daily bourbon, where every day I was like, "I'm gonna make a review," and. Uh, at that time, the place I worked at, I was off work no later than like 8.30, so I could come home, throw together a review, and I was trying to be consistent with it, like, you know, I'm going to drink, like I said earlier, a couple days into something, then make a final note of it, and then it got to the point to where it's like, I'm drinking every day, I put on like 30 pounds, Hell yeah. and I'm like, no, this is... 
Not good. <laughs> all uh, that fried chicken. Yeah, all that fried chicken. <laughs> all that Lee's family. This smells delightful. Doesn't matter. You can hear people in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it think it's, I don't think it's registering was, on the microphone. No. I was eavesdropping. Just like, what are they saying? Hey, what are they there? <laughs> we should have done that. Put a mic out there so we could turn it up <laughs> to hear what people were talking about. Like, yeah, there's these assholes in there trying to shoot a podcast. Railbird. What is Railbird Fest? I'm not from here. Uh, Railbird Fest is out at Keeneland. It is just a music festival. Um, <laughs> My Morning Jacket's a real band? Yeah. I thought that was a joke from American, American Dad. Dad. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that was yeah. a real band. Jim James. No shit. Jim James. Um, no, that is a real band. So then they play with Dave Matthews' band, huh? Uh, it was more or less just Dave Matthews. Oh. Yeah. That was a band. Not the band, not the band. <laughs> no, the, the ensemble I don't think was there. How was how, was he good? I didn't go. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I was in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be in Orlando than go see D- Dave Matthews, period. I don't mind Dave Matthews, but it, it's not like I'm going to spend the money to go see Dave Matthews. No. I want to see the band. I got free tickets to go see uh, Incubus once, and I was like, you know what? I would spend money to see Incubus. Yeah. But it took free tickets to find that out. Do you know what an Incubus is? No. It's a demon that rapes women in their sleep. Nice. True. I know that is. Yeah. It's very I did not know that. I've seen one one time. I haven't. I don't think it has to. Is it just women, or it's it's just a... I think it was just women. I thought it was a demon that just basically sexually assaulted people in their sleep. I thought it was women. I think it could be... It's scary. It's women. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fact check that and look that up. So you decided to start a Mighty Bourbon, and you were yeah. going to review every day, every day, and that took a lot of work and a lot of drinking. Um, so then I just went to just trying to post every day, and even that fell through for a while because I mean burnout. I get tired of looking at my phone. I'm sure you guys do as well, especially no after idea. working. Um, so I mean, like after working a 12, 14 hour day at retail, I really don't want to come home and. Scroll through notifications every day. So sometimes I'll just like, on my days off, I'll, here's five drafts for the next five days, post, 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 ignore it for the next week and come back to it later. We try to stay active, but only because like your interactions, not that we really care about them, but you can see it. Like we'll have, you can go from 600 likes oh, pretty yeah. consistently. And then if you, if like we were gone for a week for hunting and then we were busy and we came back and then it's like, you post something that's, I don't know, a pretty good picture. Yeah, and it's like no likes, and then you look at interactions. Like eighty people saw this from your hashtags, and you're like, mm. yeah, it's all about what you do. Because I mean, it used to be Instagram is all about hashtags. Now the hashtags really don't matter. It's all about yeah. how much you interact with someone else. Because yep. I've gotten out of that. I've got I'm hit that kind of burnout phase um, in the last month or so. So it's like eighty likes on a picture, and then you go back yeah. a month ago, and it's like here's a twelve hundred likes. I know it's crazy. But a month ago, I was commenting on everything. And yeah sharing and whatever and anymore right now like this funk is kind of like eh. the only way to get over it is you because i made her do it on the way drive up here i'm like just go to the explore <laughs> page type in bourbon go yeah. to most recent or top or whatever and just like like for like, an like, hour like. like beautiful picture by the way you know just go through and comment yeah but what's funny is like i know who we follow and, and who we don't or who we've had tiffs with and unfollow and it's like yeah. some of the people that she was commenting on like i see they liked the comment i'm like oh not that <laughs> Oops. but i mean you know whatever it's it's a it's a it's, game you just gotta play the game it's just an interesting game and, yeah and like to even care about it because well, i don't really but you have to you, you have to, to a and, degree yes and it's frustrating that 
you know, as you said, the hashtags used to be a thing. Now it doesn't matter. Like they keep moving the goalpost, yeah. you know, and what, what is necessary to, to maintain that engagement and that, that traction, they keep changing it. What I read was it was fake accounts. So like they were, they figured it out. If, if people aren't actually interacting using the platform, they could yeah. find fake accounts faster. I see. That's why sometimes you'll like, I don't care about followers, but sometimes I'll look at them and be like, we lost 200 followers last night. And I guess it's just fake. Random it's them going accounts. through and just being like, let's yeah. wipe this This wipe guy hasn't posted in a year, gone. Gone, you know? yep. Mm. But you can always tell when they do it because it's, I, I don't know how they figure it out. That's the other thing too is when you look at thousands of followers and you get like 100 likes on a picture, like who are all these people then? Yeah, I mean there's, <laughs> there's definitely some people I know who have bought followers and they're sitting at like 150,000 followers and they'll have like, here's... It's so obvious. Like, here's 140 likes and two comments on a picture. <laughs> and then you look through their followers, and it's like you know, some some Indian page, or here's yeah. a travel page. Or half of them don't have a profile half, picture yeah, at all, and it's just, like, symbols. And yep. it's like, yeah, that's totally so-and-so has paid for this. Like, we want to – I want to – because we're, like, 1,500 from 10,000. And 10,000, you get to use the links. Yep. And that's the only thing I really want is the links. So, I mean, I think about it all the time. Like, dude, I could buy 1,500 followers, and I don't think anybody would notice. But they would. But – so I'm not, not, and I'm just not going to do it. The only people that matter would notice. Yeah, people yeah. that don't matter would notice. Yeah, exactly. Like Chad would notice, and Chad's like, mm, "What you doing, bro?" Y'all so, buying followers. Yeah. So that's the reason I haven't done it. But I really want that. I want to be able to put a link because we link to so much stuff yeah. off of yep. Instagram, and to, to say to go to our link tree, link in bio. I, I hate saying it because I know nobody's going to. Yeah, I do too. But uh, I'm not even fifty percent of the way close to that point. So until until that happens, link tree. Yeah, link tree. That's what we use. <laughs> do you know had a free version of link tree? Yeah, but it's uh, the one we pay for gives us the ability to do a bunch of the stuff that we like multiple links and uh, customize the page, and it's like seven dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, free. free. You can't. You can see like, oh, it had five five people clicked it this week. Pay us for more information. Uh, yeah, it's like those follower apps. You yeah. have yeah, ten yeah, yeah. secret admirers <laughs> for twelve dollars a month. We'll show them to you. Here are the people who unfollowed you or yeah. LinkedIn. These people looked at your profile. Yeah. Pay $150 for the year and we'll show you who. Like, but then you get an email from them and they're like, hey, uh, we want to give you premium for free for six months. Right. So you sign up and you're like, yeah. oh, but you got to pay to see who viewed your profile. I definitely don't care who views my profile. Yeah, LinkedIn is only there uh, because I was told to set it up at another job. Walmart. When I worked at Walmart, they're like, you need a LinkedIn page. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We did it coming out of the army, like day one of your, you're getting out of the army, going back to the real world. It was like, you must have a LinkedIn. Nobody will know who you are without one. The only way to succeed in life is to have a LinkedIn. Like I'm pretty sure the lady worked for LinkedIn. Probably. So I made one then and I was like, ah, cool. I'm going to make a bunch of money now. And I mean, it was pointless. It's done nothing but give me junk mail. All I see now is a lot of like older people use it as like their Facebook yeah. So they post political stuff and memes, and I'm just like, this is not what LinkedIn's for, people. Why would you do that at a place where it's supposed to be like your resume, and then you're going to put your right. political views out there? It's like a living, breathing like resume, yeah. like interaction kind of thing. And it's, I think some people just don't care. They see it as a, another Facebook, and yep. they're, they're just kind of like, you know what? I will share my thoughts here. I don't care what anyone thinks. That's one thing that Wizzy and White Tells has done for me, is I have no clue. She'll be like, by the way, you need to know this happened yesterday in the world. I'm like, wow, that's nuts. Okay. Back to you. let's see what I, I don't like. I don't. I just don't. I don't have time because we both worked full time jobs and then doing this and the travel and all the stuff. Like I don't have yeah. time to look at anything political. And then when Joe Rogan got COVID, 
and oh, CNN yeah. took a picture, took a snapshot of his video and then put a yellow filter on it to make him look sick. When I saw that, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely never looking at the news again. You can't trust any of it. A picture of Joe Rogan, they tried to make him look yeah. older. If you look at the, the, the actual video, he looks like himself. He looks yeah. perfectly healthy. It's just crazy that they doctored a photo to fit the narrative. To and fit I was their like, narrative. Yeah. I don't have time to read a news article and then go, okay, let me go spend an hour figuring out Figure the out truth. What's the tru- yeah. So I just, I just don't look into it. I don't have time. Yeah, I just uh, don't read the news anymore. Yeah, same. I'll get on I'm Reddit. way happier without it. Reddit is like, uh, you know, oh, here's the news, but funny. Like the good <laughs> stuff that happens in the yeah, world. Yeah. Like, you know, you see uh, this homeless man got a job. Nice man. Awesome. I read that story every day. Of the week. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm all about good news. I don't really care about it. I just don't have time to care. I no. think. Did you guys keep up with when uh, that, that actor, uh, John, I think it's Krasinski is his last name, played in The Office? Uh, was doing the was doing the yeah yeah the good news or whatever he he made like a during COVID when it was everything was like really locked down he made like a a, a YouTube show or an online video show and it was just good news and he had like a he was like an anchor and like he had his kids draw all the pictures that would show pop no, up behind him it, it was really awesome. funny but it was all good news stories yeah not nothing negative nothing bad it was just like you know yesterday and whatever wherever wherever this happened and it's just. Oh. Make you feel good because everything was going so bad. Yeah, it was, it, but it was just really good, heartwarming stories. Yeah, huh. it was good. I'd be into that. I think everybody would have been in. I think if he had like put the money in to make it like a legit thing, I think it could have taken off. We've derailed this so far. That's fine. That's fine. That's what <laughs> we do. Every time I go onto a podcast or do something, this happens, and it's good. It's just like natural conversation. That's when yeah, it's just hanging out. So you gained a bunch of weight, and yeah. then you're like. <laughs> And then I was like, I got to stop drinking every day. You started running. You went to the gym. Started doing the sauna thing. No, none of that. Oh, okay. okay. I did buy a skateboard and try skateboarding again. And that lasted for about two weeks. Can you break push. something? I didn't fall once. Uh, I just. Yeah. Proud of you. It was hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny how stuff you did as a kid. You're like, this is fun. And you do it cold, hot, didn't matter. Now it's like, it's warm. I don't think I'm going to do that today. I've always wondered like when you're going to go, I'm old. Or I'm, I'm too old for this. Yeah. And so I was at the dump and in my truck and I have a, my truck, I have a bigger size vehicle, but I was in the bed of the truck and I was throwing stuff out and I was like, okay, done. Put my hand on the rail, hopped over the rail. And I thought I broke my ankle. Like I had to drop <laughs> down and grab my leg and be like, I really just snapped my leg in half. And I was like, yeah, I'm too old to jump out of the bed of trucks now. Yeah. Like I've reached that point and it's just a matter of time before I'm too old to go upstairs. Like I could fall down the stairs and hurt myself. Yeah. I hopped up into my the bed of my truck. Mine doesn't sit as high as yours, but I just put my hand on the tailgate and like hopped up into it, <clears throat> almost like you'd hop a fence. And uh, there were some people around. I was unloading stuff, and I didn't. I put on a good show, but I was fairly certain I threw my back out. Process. <laughs> so this is like I cannot do that again. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I thought of all the times I made fun of people that have the tailgates with the little stairs thing that comes Mine down. Has it? I still won't. And use in, it. in my mind, I'm like, I still don't think I could do it. <laughs> oh fuck! I would. I would. No. I think I would run and jump in before I would use that. You'd use this air? I, I'm man enough to admit that uh, my knees are not quite what they used to be. So yeah. you yeah. should look up the Good chat. For you. I've taken a lot of falls on a skateboard as a child. So yeah, I, even as an adolescent, as a teenager, like it's I grunt sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do it standing up. There's just, there's some noises that escape. Yeah, no, like when I sit in this chair, I don't know if the microphone's recording, but it's definitely. Like, <clears throat> <laughs> We're gonna be fun old men. We move out here and just sit on the porch together and complain. 
my knees aren't so bad. My back and my shoulders suck. I'm getting a new knee soon. Are you? Yeah. Good for you, man. Oh, yeah. Got the consultation coming. I'm pretty excited. They were like, you're 34. I'm like, man, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but your knee will make you feel like you are 30. Yeah, my knee is pretty beat. Only one side. The rest of it was good. All right. So, so yeah, this was pretty interesting. Where do you think it's from? There's, I, some, there's something in there that kind of like... But you have assumptions. I've bought plenty of their their stuff anyway. Yeah, but I have assumptions on where this is from. I could have just asked him. He he probably would have told us. Um, but there's there's a note in there that really just kind of like solidifies it for me. What's that note? Banana bread. Old Forster. Yeah. <laughs> Barton. That from Old Forster. Uh, Barton. Really. Mm-hmm. I guess See, I'll, I'll, get like, I'll get like banana runts from like brown form and stuff. It's like a candied banana, sweet, sugary. I get like banana bread. I don't think I drink enough Barton. of that stuff. Anything oh, from Barton. Or brown Barton. Form. What's your favorite? Barton. Very old. Yeah, 100. Yeah, that's, uh, we keep a bottle of that. Drink a whole bottle when I was in Orlando. That does have a lot of banana to it. The, uh, the 100. Yes, it does. Now that I think about it. Do you think that's what this is? Delicious. <clears throat> I believe so. I mean, I'm happy to be wrong. What's the one? I just saw one yesterday. It was Veril Barton, but it was in a regular bottle, like a the skinny bottle. I saw it today when I bought that old Fitz. I bought four expensive bottles of old Fitz today. Eleven doll hairs. <laughs> All eleven. Tall bottle, Veril Barton. It was like this size, but it was looked like this bottle, kind of, but square. It was Vero Barton. I've never seen it before. Oh, sure you Thomas S. Moore? No, it was definitely Vero Barton. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll go back and take a picture and send it to you. Do it. I don't know. It looked just like the normal big gallon, you know, the gallon jug. It was just a small bottle. Maybe it was a fifth or something I didn't realize. The Vero <clears throat> Barton are the old Weller stuff yeah. bottles. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. They had a bunch of those at that little shop we stopped at last night. The small ones? Yeah, the smaller bottles and then the, yeah. the big ones right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it just said very old Barton, just the smaller bottle. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't like a plastic bottle? No, they were glass. Yeah, they were definitely glass. Because this is the very only very old Barton bottle I know. Yeah, it's not that one. They were right next to that one. I'll go back oh. there and look at it. Wasn't that? Right. It probably was that. That's the Traveler. Yeah. Traveler, yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, it probably was that the green one. Never mind, disregard. It's all good. All right, what's next? So, he you tell it's your bottle. We'll finish her off with uh, with this before I head out. This is a a Buffalo Trace total wine store pick. It is a Mashville two nine and a half year old. So, see how much you like this better than that. Uh, that Blantones, yeah, Blantones. I'm gonna need a cup. Can you um, grab one of those cups over there? I thought I had three, only two. One of those clear cups, please. No. Yeah. I would just reuse, but I don't know which. It doesn't really matter, does it? Who cares? No. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, go. Fancy. Oh, thanks. Appreciate you. So this is Mashville Two mm-hmm. Buffalo Trace. Which, why do they do that? If it doesn't fit the profile. Uh, so if there's like eight 
people or something that'll taste through barrels. And if it doesn't, uh, over the course of time, because everything that they'll allocate the, the barrels for store picks and they'll roll them into warehouse H and that's where you'll pick them from. And if they're not fitting the profile, like it could be a Mashable 2 or I mean a Mashable 1 Blanton's and people will go ape shit. Like last year, there was a store in LA or a restaurant who picked two barrels of Mashable 1 Blanton's. And uh, people were like, oh, geez, geez, this never happens. This is extremely rare. And they're paying four or $500 for a bottle of Blanton's. Um, it's not know, even Blanton's. <laughs> it's, you know, technically not even Blanton's, but I mean, and th- but that just happens. So it's however it fits. Like if it's a very earthy Mashville one, they're like, yeah, this kind of fits Mashville too. We'll, we'll put it in a Blanton's Elmer lineup and it could roll out to be a shelf item or a store pick. Uh, vice versa. If they're like, man, this is a very cherry heavy note of Mashville two, they're going to say, eh, we'll make this an Eagle rare or Buffalo trace or something. So, yeah, I have a Mashville 2 uh, Eagle Rare that's super cherry. doesn't taste cherry, but it smells like cherry syrup. Yeah. Like candy cherry syrup, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I can get, get the flavor, though. It's like a spearmint to it. Mm-hmm. I'm about it. It's so, like, creamy. You want apple or pecan before you leave? Mm, I don't care. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Let's do the pecan. I know you got to run. What time are you getting off tonight? Late, late? Uh, Should be wrapped up around like nine. Dang. It's a busy day. How's the girlfriend feel about it? She's like, you're never around. Oh, he's gone. Well, we're going to Seattle next week, so she was kind of oh, okay with it. With yeah. me, like, going out and doing stuff before I got to... Which it works. I'm making my way through to Louisville, so... We'll tell her we appreciate it. I'm trying to get maximum flavor opportunities. I have to, like, clean all this up. Thanks. So, anything you want anyone to know while you're here? Um, I mean, definitely plug all your stuff. But if you're yeah. like, hey, this is something that's interesting right now that everybody should know about. Well, I brought, which I didn't think that I forgot about it, left it over there, the Barton Kirkland stuff. I mean, it, it is just Barton stuff, but that single barrel for 32 bucks and 120 proof. So people need to get it. So the hype is real. The hype is real, my friend. The small batch, I'm like, I don't know if I like this. And then every day I come home from work, I'm pouring it and pouring it. And then I'm like halfway through the bottle. I'm like, you know what? I might like this. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So like, I saw that they're limiting one per customer. Are they? Yeah. Oh, well, shit. this was in South Carolina. Oh, they were not uh, with us. Because the guy in front of me had like six bottles of each Damn. kind. Like I, I just got rid of my Costco membership because we moved kind of far away. Costco is life, bro. So I feel like I need to get another Costco membership. You cut me a big-ass piece of this pie, by the way. Yeah, my bad, dude. <laughs> you know, and she she cut us a piece, and she was like, here you go. And I'm like, Jesus, that's a quarter of the cake. So it's bourbon chocolate pecan. Yeah. Oh. It's so good. I took, I took a big bite and gave the rest to Jessica because she's been she's been eyeballing that thing since we were in her house yesterday. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Can you taste? Which, uh, is, this, is this a Mashable 1 or 2 Buffalo Trace in here? <laughs> in the pie. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to pair it. Oh. See how it worked out. Oh, that does well together. Yeah. 
Very good together. It like follows over and becomes bourbon. It does. I mean, I mean, that was a stupid. Comment. The bourbon becomes bourbon. Yeah. This bourbon with bourbon is bourbon. It's really good though. I've never eaten with a microphone. It just like, this has thrown <laughs> no me. Easy way to do it. It's like it is completely. Yeah, let's do this. I'll move it over here for you and drop that below there. There you go. Oh, it was fine. I'm just like, <laughs> like my dumbass is trying to sit here and still feed myself with a microphone. That's what's fun about to have it on film because sometimes I forget. Yeah, I'm editing it. And I'm watching myself and I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? It was normal at the time. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good move, the pie with the... Yeah, that was good. Yeah, there's a lot of spearmint in that. Yeah, this is very good. Yum. You don't have to eat all of it. Or you can take it to go. I was going to say, I'm going to take that with me. Yeah, I would. Mm. That was good. All right, we're right at an hour. I don't want to... Hold you any longer. But thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. having me. This is awesome. Yeah, very, absolutely. Yeah, anytime. And if you don't know, Chad writes for us on our journal on our website, and you can go in there and, and read stuff. <clears throat> I did have one. This is how I had one thing. The owner of Frigate Rum. Yeah, you told me about this. Reached out to me and was like, hey, just so you know, that's not Solera aged. It's a legit 21 year. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I my bad. I couldn't find any information about it online. I, I know, could. and most of them are when they're that old. They yeah. are Solera. They usually are Solera aged. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like if you're not going to Solera age, like Foursquare, then brag about it. Be like right. single barrel aged exclusively for 14 years or whatever. And then just being like, eh, 21. Yeah, 21 years. Yeah, you would think that it would. That's kind of what I told him. I was like, you should make this more obvious because most people would think. I would think the same thing. Well, well, I mean, especially if you're into rum, that that's your yeah. thing. Like That you're going to single in on that. And if you, if they call that out, just like we see certain things on on whiskey barrel or whiskey mm-hmm. bottles. I would assume someone into rum would see the same thing. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, like I have customers who come in and be like, Oh, it, this, um, like Kirk and Sweeney, is that really 25 years old? And I'm like, it, I mean, it doesn't specify that it is only a one single barrel batch. So it's probably somewhere over 25 years. Yeah. And, I mean, it gets also not a price range in which you would think that's been sitting in a barrel for 21 years. Rum's not though. Um, like I feel like some rums are on, undersell themselves, and then you'll have some rums like this is ten years old, and it's like a thousand dollars. If you if you know, so hard, this is pirate, by the way. Hard pass. It's pirate rum, is what that is. That's yeah, it's good stuff. All right, thanks for coming. Thanks for writing for us. Thanks for being a friend. Thanks for having me. Thanks Absolutely. for being my friend. Um, and yeah, thanks for letting me have a place to write and voice my opinion. Always, absolutely, Always. and serving me pie. This is gonna be road pie. Do it, road pie. Road pie. We're going to make that thing. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Give Chad a follow at my daily bourbon. I'm sure that you already do because we promote him all the time. So he just did the wave and I missed I, it. I did do the wave. <laughs> You'll see you later. <laughs> all right. Thanks. See Have you guys. Day. Cheers. that has the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western i'll be over there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv